Bot Talk Podcast. We are at Slush in Finland, the biggest startup event in Europe. And yeah, we just thought we record this quick episode about our. It's the second day, so we we've seen something, and we just wanted to、uh, to talk about it. And you guys just、uh, yeah, watch along. So it is your first flash slash. What is what is kind of uh, uh, your first impression? I mean, the first impression is like very inspiring. Like it's it's very dark here inside, but they have like lots of lights, so it's it's like a really special atmosphere, I would say. And also like how the stages are like promoted on like when it's a new.、Um, Like new guests are coming,、um, this is like really special, I would say, and I never saw it before in any other event, actually. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally.、Uh, and in terms of,、uh, um, in terms of like、uh, news, it also I think is the first time that you are、uh, pitching in front of a bigger audience. So you were pitching yesterday. Uh, uh, it was already,、uh, you know, the whole、uh, the whole stress is already. Back then, but、uh, yeah, what can you tell about your first pitching experience?、Um, so I was very nervous. I mean, but、um, I think everyone can understand when it's like your first time pitching, and it's also like my, in English,、um, so it's not my native language. And when you're always、uh, like having it the first time, and like also like in foreign language, then it's like a more stressful situation for you. So.、Um, I try to prepare my best, but it's always when you're then in the situation, then it's like you normally act like completely differently. So I had like my perfect plan in my mind, what I want to do and to say, and of course I did it completely different. But、um, I think it was okay. I'm still like you always have like some capacity to improve yourself and to go a bit further. But I mean, when you just like do it several. Times, then you're getting more like comfortable with the、uh, with the situation because like we had also like this little timer in front of me and this was like really pressuring me because I always want to like hold the deadline and take the time and then it was like okay shit I need to hurry up and always have a look on the time that is like fitting and then it's like it's like more as a Unnatural, like time pressure situation. I would say so. Well, I can say you did great. It was a great pitch. I really liked it, and I think I think the general feedback was also very positive. People understood what our product is, which is the main thing. And、um, yeah,、uh, we talked yesterday about it, and I think、uh, it would be nice if we could uh, like. Uh, 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 dive deeper into the subject of uh, uh, comparing ourselves with other startups, and、uh, also, you know, looking、uh, looking at what others are doing.、Uh, what is your take on that? Is it, you know, what what do you feel when you you know talk to several startups?、Uh, what is your general like feeling?、Um, first,、um, so here at Slash are、uh, like. Like very lots of startup from all of Europe, so every country has like little like the little、um, stage here, which is like very cool. Then you're getting in contact with very different、uh, nationalities and different startups actually. But I think that we we ourselves told us、uh, that we always like underestimate actually what we achieved、uh, in one year and what we are like handling actually because you're always like super self-critical. So. For me personally, I'm very self-critical, also with my pitch, and also like when we now like see our development from our startup, it's always okay. You know, 
you had to achieved a lot, but there's always like a way you can do better, and there's still development to do. But it's like very interesting to see like different startups where they they end like a stage like way more earlier than we are, and then to compare it actually that what we are doing and in which stage we are the so now after this year is like pretty good, and then you can also like just giving some credits back to yourself. Uh, because you're always like in a very virtual, so we have like a digital product and then you actually didn't see after every workday the result of it. So it's like every virtual and then it's like pretty nice. Now you can get, get some credits back and say, okay, now we've really done a good job this year. Yeah, definitely. That's the same feeling uh, I had also. Uh, even smaller things like I'm not good at organizing stuff. So I was pretty nervous when we uh, missed the deadline for the uh, for the tickets, and then we bought the tickets in the last uh, uh, last minute, and so on and so forth. And then in the last minute, I had to like schedule these uh, 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 meetings with uh, VCs and uh, other investors. And I was thinking, well, I have like around 10 meetings, and uh, it's such a, no a low number to come all the way from Hamburg to Helsinki, and so on. And then you talk to other people who don't get any meetings at all. Yeah. And say, wow, actually, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, so, um, yeah, so I think this is a kind of reality check also uh, helps. Um, and also uh, to talk openly, that's what I love about Slash. Uh, the side event that we were on uh, yesterday, the uh, Belgian beer night. Uh, uh, so, first of all, the beer was amazing. But, uh, of course, uh, um, you know, just to talk with founders uh, eye to eye, and see, okay, you, I have the same problem, and then you are you having the same problem, uh, and those are like you know not not some kind of okay which marketing thing that you do, but you know very very difficult like you know personal kind of things, and to be able to uh, to share it and say wow okay I'm not fighting this fight alone, is also very great, and I think uh, uh, that's what I love about large those sides events and uh, people sharing and yeah. And I think generally also uh, what I value and also what I value about the, our podcast, to be honest, is that uh, we talked about it as well, that uh, usually you think about a founder uh, as a person who like, you know, talks a lot of nonsense, uh, you know, trying to like pimp himself or herself to the skies with the achievements and so on. And what I, I think what we had achieved this year with this podcast and also what I see uh, here in the scenes in Europe, in the, in the startup scene in Europe, is that uh, everyone is very down to earth. You know, when we discuss stuff, it's like very, very, uh, uh, you know, there is no bullshit. Uh, that we are discussing and I love it very much, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So like, you said that you had like lots of VCs meeting and I think the most of like a lot of the startups who are coming here are like they coming because of the VCs because they like planning to have like a, a series A or B or something like getting the first contact with the VCs. Um, maybe you can share some insights because you had like 10 meetings which is like very much as we <laughs> experienced. So uh, why do, how do you think that you're getting like that much appointment especially and like how do you experience like the role? Well, uh, to be honest, uh, the, the meetings that I get are the people that I uh, met in, the, uh, in my like previous life, 
either uh, in the previous years or I know uh, someone who knows someone and so on and so forth. So uh, the first advice I would give to myself, uh, uh, when I started I met zero VCs, now uh, it's, it's a lot, but don't be hard on yourself uh, when, you, when you don't get the meetings because you have to understand this game from their perspective. They are getting thousands of requests, each one. And from the startups that have no, uh, like no connection to the actual industries they're investing. So uh, when you don't even get like a decli uh, decline meeting, it's uh, the reason why it's you know it's it's just uh, so much noise. They cannot decline you even. So um, that's that's the reality. You know everyone is trying to grab them. Uh, in terms of uh, meetings. Well, VC meetings are usually very short. They try to be very um, um, uh, concise with the uh, with the time. It's about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. And uh, uh, you know, the meetings that we get here usually is like you know um, nothing with the slides. So uh, don't 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 bother you know bringing like a slide deck or whatever. They just want to uh, to learn from you and just to get a general idea because they all know what the answers they they need to uh, you know ask what they uh, what the questions they need to ask and um, they just um, know, uh, want to know maybe you know how passionate you are about your your goal you know maybe your interesting twist on the use case that you're using and uh, you know uh, do you understand uh, you know to whom are you selling do you have like this uh, cus uh, ideal customer profile in mind and you know and you know very mundane stuff like you know what is your monthly revenue, uh, you know uh, what is your runway, uh, uh, and uh, basically uh, now everyone is asking when are you going to be uh, cash positive? Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. So I met at the Belgish beer night yesterday also an investment manager from VC and she told me that she had like such a, a stressful day. She didn't have any time to get lunch because she had so many appointments that it's always just like 15 minutes next, next, next. So it's like pretty good for them to get to know like lots of startups here, which is like high potential. But she also said like, yeah. Because there are so many startups which are requesting for an appointment, it's like very hard to handle and you, of course, you need to make make a focus actually. So they were like focused on their fund, which was good for her, she said, because you know, other VCs which are like very broad and like except especially like every meeting feels like, because they're hearing from very different startups and then it's like more complicated to actually find like a good investment for them. I mean, they're always like searching for the best um, opportunity for them actually yeah definitely and what I w I'm gonna do like uh, in December uh, when we're back uh, and we when we have some discretionary time uh, is I'm just gonna go back to the platform and all the meetings that I, I didn't get I'm gonna uh, find those people in LinkedIn and write them because after after the slash they'll they're gonna have more time and they're gonna work on the slash on the slash uh, like you know um, applications or uh, on documenting you know their meetings anyway. So it's a good idea just to write them and say you know we didn't we didn't get a chance to meet uh, during slash. Uh, could you consider looking at my desk, uh, deck? This is something that we could uh, we could always do. So. Yeah, this I think it's a pretty good idea because they're like still in the loop from the slash and they're like working on it and it's not like too far away. I think it's like after this event now 
they have for sure like one or two months like work now and validate everything and then it's like still like kind of fresh actually yeah yeah definitely yeah um, in terms of, I think um, I, it's my second uh, slash so I can compare uh, it, this year is uh, um, um, it is significantly smaller I should say so last year you uh, last year without the downturn without the recession uh, you could see like you know even um, great uh, big booth from uh, companies such as uh, notion it's like from startups you know and they had their own booth uh, with their own schedule so the notion market uh, marketing people and product people and so on now even the uh, Google stage is pretty little the Amazon stage is super small uh, so even like the big companies like uh, very little stages uh, and you could you could really feel you know the um, you know the recession or the downturn but um, um, but I think also um, it's a great uh, you know great talks I think uh, that we are so far experiencing what what what, what was your favorite like you know quotes uh, that you heard on uh, during the talks what what was what you know kept kept your mind or um, I think it's like pretty hard to say because we have heard like a lot of interesting um, yeah uh, information actually but like we just went to like the Vimeo guy and he also said like the most important thing is like have a look on the budget that you're not running out of money and I think we heard it like a lot of time but it's always good to be get remembered and that you like be really careful with your like, budgeting because this is actually like the most important point if you have like a very good product and like good experience like making lots of experiments in your team and also have like first paying customers and everything it's, it's always comes down to the numbers actually and I think this is underestimated for some startups when they're coming here they have like a really nice idea but they actually didn't know how to like run a company and budgeting and everything so this is just like yeah just underlying skills I would say which are very very important and you always have to like if you don't like really good in it you still need to work on it because this is like the most important point when you're gonna want like, to build a very successful company actually yeah I also liked uh, another point of him uh, is uh, uh, you know when when he talks about uh, being really focused on what uh, you know what your vision is and look at the departments uh, and see if what they're doing is exactly what you're supposed to be doing and does it really matter an example was really great because because that that is my ex total experience from like uh, uh, bigger companies is that um, you know there are a lot of you know there's just a lot of waste and uh, we noticed it even in our company that's why we did this you know the whole relaunch in the middle of the year as well uh, just you know to look at the people and say you know you all doing great job but is it what you know is it what you're doing really matters uh, and that's what um, I think you know to hear all things uh, uh, you know looking at the budget uh, looking at the uh, uh, at, you know what what matters to hear the things from people like you know the uh, uh, president of uh, Vimeo is yeah great it's just a great uh, also um, uh, support uh, that you know for for yourself like yeah okay we seem to be knowing what we're doing or at least uh, at least uh, on the like uh, uh, intuitively 
know how, where where to go to. So it's given you the feeling that you're on the right track and yeah. not just like yes, yeah, swimming and try to figure everything out. Actually, yeah, definitely. And I also liked um, uh, the talk yesterday. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly who it was, but the idea was uh, how not to become. Uh, you know uh, how to grow, but not to become uh, uh, actually you know the disaster you are running from. So each founder is running from this big corporation that he he quits and he wants to be, uh, to create a new company with a new spirit. And you know, and, but because you were working all the time with this, you know, with this, uh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, um, in a, in a completely different environment, uh, uh, when uh, when the problems arise, uh, then you react the old way, uh, and so the uh, so his example, they are building a, like a application, like a mobile banking uh, stuff, and their like uh, appeal was okay. Banking is broken; it's so complicated to open uh, and uh, to open an account. It's so especially business account. It's, it's so complicated to transfer money. And so we're gonna like streamline everything. We're gonna be completely different. It's going to be very uh, easy to open, uh, and so on. And then they launch, and then there are 50 people, and then there are 100 people, and so on. And then uh, they get feedback uh, on the social media, and so on and so forth. I, I cannot open. Uh, there are too many documents. Uh, uh, my transfer gets like uh, two weeks to to process, and so on. So this founder is looking like why. I, I, we were running from this, and we and we're doing, and uh, you know what he told, uh, what his insight is actually. What I'm trying to say is, his insight is okay. You have only two ways to kind of react, and the first way, intuitive way, is like command and conquer. It's what you learned as a manager in the big corporation. You need to like you know take take matters at your hands. You know, uh, let's uh, let's collect a meeting. Let's you know shout. Let's say why, who who is responsible for such. A, and this is one. You know, this is one thing that people tend to do. Like you know, okay, I'm going to like you know be. be uh, and the other thing is like you know to analyze like the problem structurally and say okay, how did it come to you know to the things that we are now so inefficient or we are now producing the same kind of uh, results that. Uh, we didn't want to produce, and uh, he's uh, really like uh, uh, the example that uh, you know. The uh, second approach is they went into their uh, current um, uh, product um, uh, sprints uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, planning, and so they have for every feature they had uh, uh, like a sheet uh, with okay product de uh, feature description, uh, what uh, the, it's supposed to bring the assumptions and then this is what is going to matter in KPI so this is uh, this is our so very very like you know detailed uh, sheet uh, which w we are trying to achieve for example and then he, they looked at every uh, kind of the sheets and then uh, and then they looked at the at the final products so everything was there and so on and so forth so uh, and he said and then we are realized wow this is bullshit because uh, we're looking at this very prepared, you know, KPI-driven um, uh, product design, and then I look at the uh, at the final product, and the feature is uh, uh, let uh, customers change their um, pins, you know, pin card, uh, pin card. Uh, so perfect. You c and then I'm looking at this. I can change it, but after I change it, I can never look. What is my pin? There is no option to okay. Show me my pin. 
and it was like such so obvious. So and they got they got huge results from this feature because everyone was changing their pins once and twice and three times. And he's like, why other people keep changing their pins? And then they realized, yeah, they don't remember. And the only way to remember is to change your pin. <laughs> so. The, so, um, uh, you know, to, uh, to go back to it, Command and Conquer could, um, you know, is a nice approach, but uh, maybe doesn't work uh, if you want to build like a, um, a real good product or uh, rather a real good, a real good team, yeah. Yeah, also have like more like a problem solving mindset maybe, then it's always more efficient that you can step forward than just like saying, okay, this is not good what you did actually. Uh, yeah, in terms of uh, you know overall like uh, feeling, uh, what is your uh, what is your feeling? Uh, you know, uh, you've seen uh, you've seen several stages, you've seen uh, several like talks. Uh, you know, what can you tell more? Uh, you know, about the whole kind of startup scene. It's uh, very abstract. <laughs> I think it's very inspiring. Um, so this is like actually my like first real startup event. First, it's always. I, I were in this accelerator programs, like meeting also like lots of entrepreneurs, but they were like normally like older than I ex especially accepted because I come from university and was like super convinced like all founders are young and motivated, they have like their visions and missions. And this was then completely the difference. But now here it's 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 more mixed again. So yes, we have like super young founders and also like they are like more experienced and older. And this is like always like very interesting to see and it's also like a good combination because then you, you can learn a lot from like the different people actually which I found like very nice experience. What is the main difference kind of or what are the main like difference between like between like this uh, normal conferences for like bigger companies and this conference? question uh, let me start um, I think I think for me it is like uh, uh, you know the fact uh, for example that slash is you know he's been around for 10 years but uh, even you know it's very creative space right here uh, so um, and the reason one of the reasons and it's changing all the time but you know the whole concept the uh, light concept and the like this uh, uh, a bit darker uh, um, uh, a darker atmosphere it stays but you know they change the uh, they change up the location every time and the reason for that uh, there is no bigger venue in ha in the whole country uh, in Finland than this one so no matter how how much you grow you will not get a bigger uh, you know venue so th this is what they are trying to, you know, always experiment with, and uh, I think one uh, one of the biggest like uh, uh, difference be between, for example, Slash and OMR in Hamburg is, you know, it is very compact actually, uh, and in OMR you are running from one hall to another hall to another hall to another because OMR grew, but they grew by expansion, you know, just you know take another hall, take another hall, and this is a great difference, and I really love the. You know the uh, how creatively they, they because you could see like several levels some uh, sometime here you know you could see how okay this is a stage behind where we're sitting but at the same time there's like this area is very creative love it very much it's uh, you know completely different from the yeah that's right and also like on this uh, on the OMR something or well, I also were in the at the IBC in Amsterdam I always have the, the feeling like for the companies it's more like promoting themselves. Mm -hmm. 
that's why they have like also like this very big booth and yeah. showing what they all can do and here I, I have the best product and everything and here we have like super small booth and it's more like a collaborating um, space so it's more like okay we have nice ideas and we're gonna uh, exchange with other founders it's they are all like in a early stage and just like a few which are like bigger and like I mean we don't have any unicorns here it's um, and that's why everyone is open to discuss like the, the startup from the others and just ex um, exchange some ideas and supporting each other which is like different to the to RBC for example yeah. for me. So um, it is in the middle of the second day what what do we have left uh, to do? What, what we're going to do now? I think we can check out um, and see if there's some nice uh, stage uh, ongoing. I know that they're like the, the pitching um, competition from 100 yeah. startups which could be interesting so getting some ideas how they, they're making their pitch let's always yeah. see something. And for you? Um, I think I'm gonna check out like you know different uh, booths uh, for different countries because you know we want to expand uh, so yes. so the Swiss uh, uh, and the French booths and so on and so forth uh, just to check out the possibilities that you can do uh, and I think it was very helpful last uh, yesterday that we talked for example to the European Commission uh, like a, uh, a booth and investor fund from European Commission and you know could understand straight away you know the uh, maybe like a focus of this fund uh, um, and I think you know just talking to, to people and you know understanding uh, okay will it fit us I think yes. is the best way so that's what I'm going to do the rest of the day okay perfect uh, thank you very much I hope you're getting some insights uh, from here and we love to see you the next time as well.